You know, interestingly, the worst part about all this is the waiting. When they stop, everything stops. People, creatures, time, even magic. The process that is magic just stops when they're gone. I wander around a world that is caught in a frozen second. I suppose it could be worse. I can still make my way around the old-fashioned way. And now that I've managed to knock on the barrier, I have your world to entertain me. This strange spiderweb of magic you've managed to create is fascinating and intriguing. I've never seen anything like it. It seems to permeate every physical location on your world, even as it's completely separate from it. What is it you've called it? The internet? gestures vaguely all of this <laughs> have uh, to get out of that <laughs> have to get out of just all of this this mess to which his reaction was okay let's see if we can help you uh and together you start combing through the battlefield so i'd like everyone to make a perception check for me do i see any gold oh come on they're uh, dead nyla also they're trolls this may right. this may shock you nyla but uh the horrible mindless Shadowfell monster doesn't carry any cash with them. So, um, let's see, Selwyn. So you have never seen a portal between realms before. So you're really not sure what you're looking for. And looking through this horrible field of just a lot of dead people and trolls, uh, it's kind of the worst. Um, (laughs) And it is during one of those exasperated moments where you're just like, oh god, I don't want to be here. And you look up toward the sky that you realize the portal looks to be actually hovering in the air. Uh, You can see it. It is um, flickering, almost like shimmering in the air above the battlefield. It's all it's it's sort of hard to look at. It's like your your mind doesn't really want to look at it because of how unnatural it is to perceive. How high up is it? Not very high. Maybe like five feet up. Oh, okay. Taller than you. Um. <laughs> short joke, short joke, short joke. <laughs> you know, I could always just throw Nyla again directly into the air. That was actually kind of fun, so I'm, I'm on board with that. Salvador's like, Are half legs all right if you throw them? I always thought they would get super offended if you tried. I mean, if you do it without my permission, yeah, but. <laughs> the last time me. it was life or death, I don't think she would have minded. Tactical halfling toss, huh? I definitely did not mind in that particular situation. In fact, I think you and I got to work out a cannonball thing going on. Hmm. Code word cannonball. (laughs) Uh, Lord Antarion, uh, who had been helping you search the battlefield, he comes up beside you as you were all gathered around this portal. And he says, before you 
you take this portal through. Uh, he sort of draws you aside, Ariazes. For some reason, he assumes you are the leader of the group. <laughs> like she's just like looking around, like okay, <laughs> like why are you why are you talking to me? What's wrong? Uh, uh, he says a quick note about that trinket that you carry. Um, he says. It represents the life debt of the Lord of the Shadowfell, and you should use it only when your need is greatest, for life debts in the Shadowfell are not given lightly, and our vengeance can be terrible. He says, but if you need me, the command word is Eclipse. I will do as you say. I would write that down, Kay, in case I wasn't... I am writing as you're speaking. Okay, just checking. I can never tell (laughs) what you guys will and won't write down. Like, for example, (laughs) ominous blood prophecies scrawled in broken temples. Yeah, right. I would would write blood prophecy, not actually what the blood prophecy said. I don't got time for that. Once you have tucked away the little little coin securely, he turns his eyes toward uh, the weird shimmering portal in the air, and he says... Be careful coming through these portals. They're often imprecise. You can't be sure precisely where on the other side you will come. Well, that's ominous. <laughs> Sounds fair, they shut up. Well, everything is ominous and it, imprecise and terrible. It will be approximately the self-same location on the primaterial plane, but like I said, it's imprecise, so be careful. Uh, Milo looks at Ariazes and is like, do you, do you know where that is? Where are, yeah, where are we? Where are we? Okay, we're, we're close to Silvery Moon. Yes, yeah. you are in the Evermores, technically. Okay. What's outside of the Evermores? What are we going to land ourselves in? <laughs> I mean, mud, maybe, quicksand. Hopefully not rocks. Hopefully not, like, smack or into ocean. a mountain. or Yeah, rocks. Mm-hmm, that too. Okay, great. Let's go. <laughs> Thank you for your coin, dear sir. Uh... <laughs> He just nods. How do, how do you want to go inside the portal? Do you want to go all in together or one by one? Well, I mean, one of us is going to have to boost Nyla. Like, it's just going to have to happen. <laughs> Salador says, you can grab my shoulders! Nyla, come uh, on! Oh, this is so humiliating, but she does it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and suddenly, for the first time in your life, Nyla, you see the world from the tall person's perspective. <laughs> she, like, looks very grumply. I don't understand what you think is so fancy about being up here. You can see people's <laughs> faces and won't have to call us all children now. <laughs> uh, Sassy, I assume, is also attached to you, um, Selwyn. Um, yeah, it's kind of like a... By the one arm that they currently have. <laughs> by the way, Sassy has been a non-stop bitch fest, so it's basically been business as usual the entire time. <laughs> yeah. Checks it's out. Much closer yeah. to my ear now. Oh, oh, yes, God. much closer. Oh, God, I forgot about that. <laughs> I wish I had silence. So, again, I ask, all together or one by one? All together. Yeah, as all together as we can. can. It's, yeah. So I was like, all right, well, on three, I suppose. Okie dokie. Yep. <laughs> Ella just clutches under Sal's ears. <laughs> so I was like, ow, ow, okay, well. <laughs> we have found the drawback to this you riding on my shoulders thing. <laughs> I am not a horse! Um, (laughs) So you all count to three and you all step through. The process is a huge rush. Uh, It's, you feel your stomach lurch, you feel this twist, you feel like you're spinning in midair, and then you realize you literally are spinning in midair. Oh my god, you are falling. You are about 500 feet in the air. And you are falling very rapidly. (laughs) 
Nyla cast Featherfall. Uh, you cast Featherfall, you are about 500 feet in the air, uh, so it's going to take a very, very long time. Oh boy. <laughs> That's okay. Well, uh, I hope we enjoy <laughs> At least we are out of the Shadowfell now. Yeah, a couple things that you notice about being out of the Shadowfell, there are colors. They Colors exist here. <gasps> oh god, color. Colors. Like you are right, you are right now over a huge, um, a huge canopy forest, and I would like you to roll, um, Ariazes. I would like you to roll plus survival to see. Okay. Uh, like you, you have a very good geographical mind, but you are currently five hundred feet in the air. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> twenty. Oh, nice. You're just hey. showing off. Yeah, I was like, I have proficiency <laughs> in survival. Okay. Yeah, you sure do. Um, yeah, with a twenty-six, um. Imprecise indeed. Not only are you about 500 feet too high, you are about 100 miles southeast of uh, where you were in the sh- in the equivalent, in the Shadowfell equivalent. You are, in fact, over the high forest. Uh, yeah. Hey guys, it's my house, sort of. <laughs> you can see your house from here. <laughs> That's the high forest. Salvador is, by the way, he's having a little mini panic attack. Is he? Apparently he's afraid of heights. Oh, no. Nyla's like patting him on the head. She's like, it's o- it's okay, Sal. It's all it's all gonna be okay. He's like Look, gripping just... you by the shoulders, like ah! <laughs> Please no Should I, I turn into a bird? Do you want to ride me instead? No Can't we make the falling faster? No, don't make the falling faster! I changed my mind! No. I changed my mind! I don't want the falling to be fast! I guarantee you you don't want that. Yeah, you don't no, no. Also, I'd like to point out that even if uh, Ariazi is changed into a bird, I don't think it would change anything. You'd still be, like, slowly floating. To <laughs> That's the- true. You're right. I don't know how Featherfall works. <laughs> but yeah, uh, as you are falling from this incredible height, uh, you are reminded of all the very, very good things, the different things about the Prime Material play for the Shadowfell. As you get lower, you can hear birds. That's not a thing that you've heard since you left the Prime Material Plane. <laughs> which is very nice. And also there's there's nice wind up here. A wind is something you oh. also have not felt in a while. And you can smell just... smell things that aren't decay, which is nice. Yeah. Is it just nature? Like there's no city? Um, <laughs> well, from 500 feet up, you can see the impressions of cities in the distance, but you are currently over the high forest. So no, no cities here. <laughs> it's just trees, Nyla, just the way the high forest is supposed to be. This is terrible. This is the worst thing that's ever happened. Trees as far as the eye can see and nothing else. Just pure wilderness. We go from one hellscape to another. Excuse me, this is my house. It's my home. The entire forest is your house. Exactly. It's on my house. That's what my father said anyway. This is why nobody likes to hang out with you, Ariazis. Excuse me. I like trees. Shut up, silly. <laughs> Salvador's still having a panic attack. Um... <laughs> Uh, so this this fall this descent is extraordinarily slow and everyone feels it. Uh, it takes you quite a lot of time, but eventually you do uh, gently float down through the canopy. Uh, probably Sal like hits his head on a branch or something embarrassing oh on the way down. Um, but yes, you land in the middle of the high forest, not far from a river, Ariazes, uh, the mm-hmm. Unicorn Run River, I believe is what it's called, and you realize that you are only about eh, like. Six, four to six hours away from Qatar, from where you know he lives. Hey, I know where we are. My father lives very close to here. Salvador's like bent over in half, like breathing heavily, like, ah, that was awful. 
Deep breath, Sal. Deep breath. You're on ground now. And I was like patting his back and it's just like, I don't know what's going on here. What's what? I think he bears doesn't are, like heights. Bears a lot better down here. Oh, they're gonna puke. Uh, he eventually does stand up though and he looks around and even to your cynical sensibilities, Nyla, the high forest is beautiful. Uh, the the canopy of the trees is just loose enough that dappled sunlight uh, is able to come through and shift in patterns on the ground. Uh, you can hear the sound of a river not far from where you are. Uh, there's various bird song and sounds of life all around you. And wow, does it ever make from a nice difference uh, from being trapped in the Shadowfell where everything sucks and is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it took like five years to get anywhere. Yeah. So you are back in the prime material plane, and I am going to leave it entirely up to you where you want to go and what you want to do. There's a lot, like, from here you could theoretically go straight to Qatar and pop right into the Feywild. However, there's some stuff that you might want to wrap up while you are back in the prime material plane. Just a couple right. things. Right. <laughs> I feel like there's an accusation there. I feel like we're getting know, I don't. I don't agree. I feel like... You know, the DM is really opening it up to us and, yeah, like, is not accusing true. us of anything. Because I don't think there's anything we need to do, really. What could, what could there possibly... I scroll burning a hole in my bag. What? So where where is the Feywell, or where where are we in location to Baldur's Gate, for example, or Waterdeep? Where, where the, the Neverwinter. Neverwinter. Never <laughs> um, you are in the middle of a high forest. Do you have that map of Faerun? I don't remember if I gave yeah, it to you. Um, yeah, you know what? I'll just yeah. Google it. <laughs> you are not. You are not far from uh, the Star Mounts, the uh, the mountain range in the middle of the forest. So you are about as far from Neverwinter as you are from Waterdeep. Baldur's Gate is quite significantly further away. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Nyla looks around at all the trees and she's like, "I could really use a city right about now." Uh, it is at this point that Sal is looking around and says, "Wow, this place is beautiful." Ariates, you live here? Yeah, I grew up here. Mm-hmm. Wow, I've never been in a place so pretty before. Yeah, it's so nice. It really is. So I pose the question: sure You guys don't want to like? I mean, we are really close to my father. We can always come back, but I mean, he makes really good food. If you want to try. Food. <laughs> oh God. That looks alerted. That she's like. <laughs> We haven't had good food in weeks. All we've had is Sal's garbage. <laughs> well, in, my, in fairness, Which it was conjured, conjured garbage. If I had actual food to cook over fire, I probably could have done a much better job, but you know. That wasn't okay. meant as an offense to Sal. It's just I could use some, like, meat. I could really use some meat. I ain't cook. But so yeah, I posed the question, where do you want to go from here? Right, but she's also like opening it up to the group. Like we could, yeah. but we could also loop back. Like if there's anything, but she can't possibly think of anything that we'd need to do here. Oh God. <laughs> Since we're already in the high forest. There's so many things that we have to do. Oh my God. What do we think? Mel looks around everybody and she's like, well, we got a lot of choices here to make. Mm. <laughs> and yeah. I got to tell you, I ain't too fond of the idea of going straight from one plane into another one. I like this mm. plane. I was born on it. I've been very partial. I'm, I'm very attached to the current plane that we are standing on, even if it's full of god awful trees. <laughs> you know, I you know, I never thought I'd say this, but you know, as soon as you are taken away from the from your home, you realize everything else just can't measure up, especially when everything else is horrible shadow fell places with <laughs> lots of monstrosities and things that want to eat your face. And we do have a somewhat urgent matter that we left with the Tremaine Lords. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. I think what we should do is we should maybe go see Qatar, 
take a little rest time and then head back to the Tremaine estate and uh, settle settle some things. Okay. Uh, Salvador does not look particularly enthusiastic about having to do this. Yeah. We're just going to try to figure out, you know, what happened back in Baldur's Gate. We know we don't do anything you don't want to, Sal. I know. I know. I'm not saying I, I won't. I'm just saying that I'm not particularly enthusiastic about the idea of doing it. I know. We made that very clear, and we understand. I, I, I think I understand. But that doesn't stop the fact that it's important. It could be, well, like I said, I'm not going to try to talk you into it. I'm just saying that we got to figure out what happened to Baldur's Gate so we know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, I know. All right, that's fine. I, just, I really want some, I want some deer. Could I just eat some deer, please? There are plenty of deer in the forest, Nyla. But first, I have to send a message, because if I don't, he'll be very angry, because he doesn't like it when people randomly show up. How do you send a message? Is it a druid thing? Is it a secret druid thing? Like you whisper a word to, to a bird, and the bird goes off and talks to the... To the... I, don't, I don't know anything about do druids. Do you talk to a fucking tree? You talk to a fucking tree. Do you talk to I... trees? Ariazes, can you talk to trees? I can, but I don't have that prepared right you now. Can I do talk have animal to trees. What I can, I trees? can. I don't have that prepared right now. What kind of conversation yeah. do you have with a tree? <laughs> I've had better conversations with trees than with you, Nyla. Oh. <laughs> Burn! <laughs> anyway, yeah, she does have speak with animals prep. I was gonna say I also have sending, which I can prep. Uh, oh, as you true. turn around, Nyla starts throwing ball bearings at your head. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Not large enough to do damage, but large enough to be annoying. They get lost in Ariati's horns. And the moss, like, alright, whatever. Um, what did you say that you had, though? I have sending, which allows me to send a short message, 25 words or less, to a creature I'm familiar with. So. Oh, yeah, 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 you could do that. That would be really funny. Please tell me how he responds. <laughs> She's, like, absolutely in the mood to, like, fuck with him right now. With her dad right now, like, <laughs> okay. All right, uh, Selwyn, you have 25 words. What do you say? Hello, Katar. It's Selwyn. Uh, Ariasus and I are in the forest with our companions, and we're coming to visit. All right, uh, let's do a quick cut back to Katar. What is Katar doing when this message arrives in his head? Um, Ar- is K, not Ariasus. K, K yeah. specifically <laughs> yeah. K. Um, he's probably um, out and about just... Um, I would say he probably is... Well, it depends on what time of the day it is. Uh, we'll say it's a little afternoon. Okay, um, afternoon. So probably he's doing druidy things. I don't know, like checking on trees, just wandering. He's very you know like druid that. shit like that. Just, right, exactly just druid shit. Trees. He's, yeah, like, he's a hermit. I gave him the hermit background, so as long as it doesn't involve talking to people, he's doing that. <laughs> probably up in a fucking tree, like mm, look at my beautiful, the, the, my beautiful home. I love it so much. I love how it's like the druid's answer to what he's doing is I don't know druid shit probably. Right. Um, exactly. So he's off doing druid shit or whatever, uh, and then suddenly a strange voice appears in his head and relays the message that Val just articulated. Oh, yes. Selwain. Hello. Why didn't she not just send a raven or a deer? I don't understand that. You have child. 25 words. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I like to imagine that Qatar doesn't know that and he just runs out of words halfway yeah, through his I, response. Yeah, you can just cut off. Like, I don't understand why she didn't just and then. <laughs> All right, so Qatar has been notified and you know exactly where to go, Ariazis, uh, to get to his 
his little abode. I won't call it a home because it's not a home in the traditional sense. It's not a house in the traditional sense. It is a home in the traditional sense. Right. Uh, But yes, you all, you follow Ariazis deeper and deeper into the high forest. So give us a quick description of uh, Qatar's house and his whereabouts he lives. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, I did choose the hermit background for him. So he likes being like as far away. I mean, there is still a village, but at the same time, like he's kind of outside of that. And he's just really, really like an angry hobo in the woods. (laughs) Lean into the aesthetic. Exactly. He's just that, that dude, just angry. Hobo, like, what are you doing in my woods? So, um, um, yeah, so he has a little abode. So basically he's got this little cute little, it's got a door. Like it's a house that is hidden in the tree. Like you wouldn't it's notice. It's a tree it. house. You can say it. It's fine. Yeah. It's a, tree house. <laughs> it's a house in a tree. It's not in the tree. Anyway, it's a tree house. Don't take this from me. Oh, fine. It's a tree house. So yeah, if you weren't looking for the door, you wouldn't see it. Because you would just be like, it's a tree. What? Oh my god, there's a door there. <laughs> you probably, like, if you see her, like, walk up to a tree, they're like, oh my god, she's gonna do druid shit. And then she knocks, and they're like, what the fuck? Uh, so <laughs> yes, you, you walk for the better part of, like, four, four or five hours, and then Ariazi is perhaps per- possessed by madness, goes up to a tree and knocks on it. <laughs> so what do all of you do when you see that? Stare um... at you in horror. <laughs> Just I, I think I turned to Selwyn and I'm like, she's finally lost it. This is it. <laughs> she she's uh, a druid, calls out, so maybe I don't know. Like I know you, I know you were into her, but I'm just saying, I think this is this. It's the end. <laughs> yeah. So she calls out in druidic, like, Dad, Father, are you home? I <laughs> did notify you. Real quick, what what language is that? Druidic. Yeah, druidic. Sal sits up in surprise when he hears you speak it. And yes, okay, so you, Qatar hears his daughter's familiar voice. Uh, for the record, it has been about two years since mm-hmm. Qatar has seen Ariazis, which for the life of an elf is like fucking nothing. Um, right. So he's not, any other parent would probably be very, very worried. Uh, but an elf is like, <laughs> oh yeah, it's been like a week. How you do, How you been living? <laughs> All right, describe what comes to the door or what doesn't if he just leaves them outside. <laughs> Um, yeah, I have, I have this idea that, like, there's no answer. He's not there <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah, as soon as he got the message, he's like, fuck, now I have to go hunting. I have to feed them. <laughs> so he is not answering at all. And she's like, oh, okay, well, anyway, I know how to get in. So <laughs> she just, like, lets herself in and, like, opens the door, unlocks it, whatever. Salvador follows you inside. What language were you speaking just now, Ariazis? Uh, Druidic. We can oh. do that. Secret Druid stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Because, you know, if I said an elvish, he might be like, who the fuck is this? Even though he knows me, but like... Did you understand it, Sal? Uh, yeah, I think so. Which is a little <gasps> weird. I wasn't aware I spoke druidic. Again, <laughs> I guess there's a lot I don't know about myself. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm laughing, but I am in a lot of emotional pain right now. Ariazis <laughs> is kind of fascinated, though. And she's like, really? And like says in druidic, can you understand me? And in Druidic, he answers, yes, I can. <gasps> wow, you guys, he can speak it back. Sal so, looks nervous. Anyway, so make yourselves at home. He's probably out hunting or something. He'll be back. All right, you all push inside the treehouse. Uh, what's the look on the inside? Fancy. I did not get a picture for that, but um, 
I can basically. It's just like a, a this house is a podcast. You don't need a picture. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I mean, like a picture for me to describe it. But basically, it's as though somebody had like carved out the inside of a tree and basically used the tree as much as possible, like in in their design. So it's like a house that's made of the tree with the tree. Cool. Inside the tree, yeah. So it's so very just like cool. a couch made of wood, and it's like really uncomfortable. <laughs> no, just there's like, like cushions. yeah, I was like, there's like you know furs and stuff for like blankets and whatnot, and yeah, of course, like some cushions, but um, not a lot of decoration. I would say, like I said, he's a hermit, but doesn't really feel the need to decorate. And even when Ariazis live there, like she's like, eh. What are decorations anyway? Uh, Alright, so you are alone in this empty treehouse. Um, Sal's looking around like, wow, this place is charming, I think. It's very, very rustic, I think is the yes, word I'm looking I was, for. Yeah, I was gonna say, you could, you can say what you mean, Sal, it's alright. No, I do mean it. It is charming. It's just also very rustic. It is. It like, is very, very rustic. rustic. Okay, yeah. so Nyla can't help herself when she goes to new houses. She just has to look and see if there's anything valuable. She's not gonna <laughs> do it. She just has to check. Ariaz, is there anything valuable? Um, depends on, yeah, what would Nyla think is valuable? Like, like shiny shit, like gold or like... This is Nyla we're talking about. (laughs) Anything that glitters. Or if it's got a a raven on it. Right, druids can't have, don't wear any metal, so there's nothing shiny per se, but there's probably sparkly stuff. There could be gemstones. Yeah, gemstones, gemstones, yeah. So what are you what are you specifically looking around like under under things or like she's like surreptitiously doing it so like she's like sidling over and she's just like oh yeah this is great it's great love this couch love it lifts up like lifts <laughs> um, <laughs> up the edge of the couch <laughs> so she says no that's probably a bad idea what you're thinking right now I'm not I'm not what, you're ta- what are you talking what are you talking about she puts the like <laughs> the thing down guiltily we're we're all your friends here we know what you're doing. I wasn't do it, and I wasn't do it. And she just walks back to the side of the room. She's like, "I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> so, how long are they gonna... alone? Yeah, I was gonna say, like, um, as <laughs> as Nyla is like rooting around <laughs> silently, surreptitiously. Hey! Yeah, right, 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 right behind you. You hear? What are you looking for? <laughs> <laughs> I was not, uh, nothing. Now throws the pillow back at the couch. <laughs> so everyone turns and beholds Qatar. Give us a quick description, Ariazis. A quick, beautiful description. And so you can put. This... I know you have a picture, a face claim. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. So you see this um, dark-skinned wood elf with dread, <laughs> long dreadlocks, and lots of feathers and bones around his neck. Like he's obviously much, much taller than Nyla. <laughs> <laughs> but he does he does he he does have a bit of beef to him so he he's like you know towering over you and like looking down at you like i just said nothing she just like walks back to the <laughs> like she like goes to like disappear behind uh Ariazi's legs and so like <laughs> so just kind of pinches her brow and just shakes her head in the background you hear the tiniest oh no <laughs> <laughs> He, like, completely ignores everyone. Um, he goes over to Selwyn, like, just, mm, that sending thing, just, oh. <laughs> And he looks at Ariazi's, like, sorry, Ariazi's thought it'd be a good joke. And, yeah, and then he turns to Ariazi's, like, I should have, I should have figured. 
And Arias is just grinning like, I bother. Oh, and no. in the shadow fell for so long, anything funny was just needed. You were where? The shadow fell. Hmm. And tell me, little sapling, he's looking at Ariazes. <laughs> what were you doing all the way there? Oh, you know, stuff. Oh, no. Dangerous <laughs> stuff. Anyway, hi, it's nice to see you again. She hugs him. <laughs> We're all okay. We're fine now. No loss of life for Lim. Except for Sassy. Sassy's like, yeah, I lost lots of limbs. Not that anyone seems to care. We're gonna Antar did yes. not notice Sassy until now, and he's like, oh dear God. He also probably, um, actually, I don't know. I mean, Stormy probably would have immediately trumped off because there were so many trees here. But yeah, anyway, he, then he turns back to Selwyn like, it's good to see you again, my dear. It's good to see you too. Sassy's so like, your... it's good to see you since no one seems to care about me. <laughs> I am also here. I remember I was... you, Elfie man. Sassy. What? Elfie man. <laughs> I am a man. To shut up. And I am an elf. That is a very good observation for someone without eyes. Ha! I like him. Good. I'm so glad I have the approval of the thing that's dead. As a druid, uh, Katar probably has a deep abiding revulsion for anything that is undead. Yeah, right. He's like, great. Thanks for bringing that into my house. It's just Norman. Skull can't do much. I'm also most of a ribcage, I'll have you know. Yeah, but what are you gonna do with that? Sassy rattles their bones, just to demonstrate <laughs> that they can. It strikes fear like in the heart of everyone. But, by the way, is anyone hungry? Nyla pops out and says, yes, absolutely. Great. I'll make you something. Arises, come help. And she, yeah, goes off and helps him, like, yay! She loves cooking with her dad. She's like, yay, I'll be back, guys! Okay. okay. And they go off and make you guys some good soup. If anybody wants a deer, you have to go. You have to tell him now, and he'll go out and get you one. <laughs> and a deer. The pilot is going to eat all by herself. Yeah, exactly. A whole deer. Yes. Does anybody else ask. want a deer, or just the halfling? <laughs> Never <laughs> underestimate the appetite of a halfling. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like this one cares more about gold than food. That's not inaccurate. Where's the food? <laughs> You're in my house. You will wait. Is it really a house? I'm just—I'm not trying to be yes, contrary. I'm just saying it's mostly a tree. Nyla, as it should be. As it should. Oh God! Oh, it's just like everybody you. Everybody lives in different types of houses. Some okay. live in stone. Some live in wood. Some you live know in what? trees. I'm gonna go. I'll shoot the deer. I'll be back. Good luck with that. You're just gonna I leave. Gonna find it. <laughs> Nyla got a lot of experience with hunting. Nope. <laughs> but I'm she has a with her, make sure she, she has a short bow. Katar just like pokes his head like around <laughs> and is like, mm, she's gonna get lost and she'll never come back. I'll go with her. Salvador looks frantically like I should I I could go to the, the deer. And he immediately stands up and like bolts out of the room. <laughs> Katar just like looks at his daughter like, what is wrong with that one? Arias is just like. Mm, yeah, there's... Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't even answer the question, just, mm -hmm, yeah, that's Sal. 
So Nyla has gone up to the woods and she's gotten about like five trees out and she's already lost. <laughs> uh, so that. let's have her accompaniment since she apparently does not know how roll survival to see if they can uh, uh, catch a deer and get back safely. Hey! But you rolled a dirty 20. Dirty nice. Oh, nice. <clears throat> I should probably open Salvador's character sheet, huh? That would be good. Oh, uh, nice. <laughs> yeah, Sal, uh, survival is based on wisdom, and Sal's uh, wisdom is 20, so he's got really good. That explains why I have a zero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Sal is able to uh, navigate you all pretty easily around. Like, he's not intentionally going very far out of the woods, and the whole time he's, like, hyperventilating. <laughs> which which make, which is kind of amazing that you're able to actually catch and kill I don't, a deer. Like, catch anything, like... Yeah. <laughs> Anybody gonna ask? But I mean, I he's got a 23, so... Nyla's, like, looking at him, and she's like, Sal? Sal, are you? I'm gay! I have to say it out here, because I couldn't say it in there. It's really <laughs> awkward. I think I think everyone knows that, Sal. It's a little... It's very obvious. Yeah, I know. But when I see someone who's very attractive, I have to announce that I'm gay. Otherwise, I don't know, things build up in my brain, and then I'll start to explode or something. I don't know. Probably. He That's an extreme really reaction. I don't know how you people do this thing. I don't know either. Val, or, uh, Nyla looks at, at Selway and is like, uh, you know what this is like. Help, help, help him. I mean, did you see how I reacted with the Raven Queen? This is basically his version. Yeah, so you know how to make him calm down. I don't know how to tell you people to calm down. I just keep I saying it. Zero chill. Are you kidding me? I mean, that's, that's like your normal self, so I don't really know what's going on <laughs> Uh, so with a 20 and a 23, you find a deer in pretty short order and, uh, and kill it and bring it back. Uh, and Sal, like, all the way back, Sal's mother, he's like, I just won't say anything. I'll just, I'll just keep quiet the whole time and I won't open my mouth and I won't say nothing. Why don't you just try saying you're gay to him? Just, just no! try, just say it. No! <laughs> he's How long are you guys dad! It's so weird! What if I said Sal? it? Sal, maybe what you could do is find a way to compliment him on his home. No! If I say anything, it's gonna be I'm gay! I don't want that! <laughs> it's okay, little buddy. It's okay. You, we got this. You got this. You got this. Just, just you know, just, say just calm down. Just Take some it. deep, deep breaths. I just won't in, say nothing. In and out, okay? Uh, so you all come back. It probably takes you, I mean, with a 20 and a 23, that's pretty good. So you're yeah. probably back within an hour. Uh, and I imagine it's whoever's got the highest strength between, I, I hate to say this, but I think it's probably Sal, which is hilarious. <laughs> right. The yeah, twink with the muscles. Maybe he's a twunk. He's not. A, he is not a twunk. Cannot, ex <laughs> cannot overemphasize enough. Uh, yeah, no, I've got a strength of 10, so. Yeah. So you guys come back with your deer in tow. Yep. Sal has it slung over one shoulder, and he's just going to be like, I won't say anything. I'll just keep my mouth shut the whole time I'm here. Uh, but yeah, eventually he lays the deer over the tail. He's like, and he, he opens his mouth to say something and then thinks better of it and then just makes a gesture at the deer, like, ta-da! <laughs> Nyla looks at Sal and looks at uh, Katara, and she goes, Sal's gay, and then she just walks away. <laughs> Sal <laughs> stares after you with vengeance in his eyes. <laughs> Katara just, like, stares at you, and he's like, all right, so am I. So is Ariazi's. Good talk. <laughs> do do. Then he like leans over to Ariazi's and Druidic is like, D does that one talk? It. I don't think he can. He doesn't seem to be able to. And she's like, oh, he does, and he can understand you. <laughs> Interesting. 
uh, Ketar gets very close to Sal and he's like, in Druidic, thank you for the deer. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I will go clean it. That was a very <laughs> odd response. <laughs> Are you going to help or should I ask my daughter to? <laughs> so Wayne is literally cracking up. <laughs> so Wayne cracking up as well as me cracking up. <laughs> It's all just laughter and Sal's inability to do anything like a normal person. I imagine he's just making like fish fish face, like open mouth and like not saying anything. Like oh that. no, it's no, it's very, very closed, very, very tightly closed mouth. Because the minute anything, the minute he opens his mouth, it's like a scream. It's like a sustained scream that's just going on inside his head constantly. It only manifests when he opens it. I just make, so Wayne makes a little shooing motion at Sal to just go on, go on. He looks at he he does not know what he's supposed to go on to, clearly. I point to the deer. Go on. If you are not going to help me, Ariazes can. It's fine. <laughs> he goes over and he starts slaughtering the deer. He starts you know cutting it up. Okay. He does. He did not know. He did not realize that he could do this, but apparently he can, which is another thing that's going to just <laughs> add to the existential crisis in his head. It's fine. It's all fine. Everything's fine. That's impressive, Ariazes. I'm impressed. Your friends know how to uh, skin a deer. It's- we're we're impressed too, actually. <laughs> yeah, actually, I didn't know he could do that either. That's so cool, Sal. You didn't tell us that you could do that. I didn't know I could do that. Oh. <laughs> like Katar looks like he wants to ask more, but Ariazi is just like, nope, nope. X day on the asking. <laughs> oh yeah, so you all start to prepare dinner. Uh, how how are Katar's cooking skills? I would say they are... I mean, living alone, they've got to be at least passable, right? Yeah, exactly. Passable, like, pretty good, at least. Like, that's where, um, I mean, he raised Ariazu, so that's where she learned how to cook. So, yeah, I would say, yeah, decent, pretty good. Uh, so you all, uh, you all create a nice, sumptuous dinner, and then I imagine, I imagine probably Katar would want to interrogate them about where it is they've been. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like... They said something about the Shadowfell, which is distressing. Uh, he, Katar knows the Shadowfell is one of the more dangerous places in the multiverse to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I have fed you. Now, could somebody please explain why my daughter had to be in the Shadowfell with you? Salvador looks nervously at Selwyn. <laughs> Selwyn fidgets. Selwyn, oh. you're a sensible elf. Surely you can explain why you went somewhere so dangerous. Takes a giant breath and... Okay, I mean, alright, so there was this blood prophecy and there's, um, do you know about the world pillars? There's, um, really, really highly magical artifacts, uh, one in Shadowfell, the material plane and the Feywilds, and we had to go get the one in the Shadowfell, and it was terrible, but, but we did it! Yay! Hmm... Uh, does Qatar know about the world pillars? Go ahead and have him roll Arcana for me. Uh, with a 17? Uh, yeah, you know what the world pillars are. It's definitely, it seems strange to Qatar that anyone would want to, would need to take the world pillars for anything. Like, what are you going to do with them? So far as you know, all they do is hold matter together. You were searching for them? And you, did you say you took one? Why? I kind of glance over at Ariazi's like, how much do I tell him? Yeah, okay, so <laughs> she's like, in, in Elvish, like, as Selwain mentioned, blood prophecy 
you know, very important. And he, <laughs> Qatar emphasizes very dangerous. Yes, yes, I know, I know. You know I like that. And that's not going to stop me from getting into danger. If you say something's dangerous, I'm just going to do it, Dad. He's like... <sighs> I failed in raising you. <laughs> like, <sighs> why are you so much like me? God damn. And, um, yeah, she explains about the blood prophecy and like, well... We need them because Bishava, he like, ugh, ugh, doesn't like that name. Okay, she would just like, I guess she would just be very honest and be like, well, since this is going to worry you anyway, this entire quest, um, <laughs> might as well just tell you everything. You know, we've been, we've been followed by the goddess Bishava. And he's like, you've been what? She's been manifesting around us. Yeah, manifesting. That's a good end good term for it and uh, another good term is stalking that's a good term for it another great term is stalking and i just i think she's a little crazy just i we never know who she's talking to she always is speaking but every time we answer her she always says she's not talking to us and he's just kind of like yeah that sounds pretty crazy (laughs) but the good news is that we got one of the world pillars before she could take it so that i mean I wouldn't call it a good thing, actually. It turns out the World Pillar is actually extraordinarily dangerous. I mean, I don't know what we were expecting, but, yeah. Also surprisingly cranky. Yeah, you're the only one who talked to it, Nala, so we don't know. We can't. Oh. We cannot confirm or deny that. Qatar would be like, uh, you can talk to World Pillars? What? Yeah, I didn't know you could either until I touched it, and then it started speaking. And like I said, it was a very cranky pillar. Yeah, yeah, Father, she's the only one who did, so I don't even know what it looks like, but apparently... And also, apparently, we're gonna need to, we're gonna need to get the other one in the Feywild, and the other one in the uh, Prime Material Plane. So, like here. And Ariazi said that you might know how to get to the Feywild. Is that true? It is true, though I don't advise going there. But if you must, I do know how to get there. Yes. Funny story. That's what they said about the Shadowfell. I would say that you should finish up anything that you need to do before you go. And also it is worth mentioning um I have I have I they ha- you haven't explained to them how you know like, where the entrance to the Feywild is, the one that you know of, Qatar. Uh but it is worth noting that you probably it would be ill-advised to just take them to it. Like, right. you should ask for permission first. They are like elven royalty. And just going up right. and being like, hey, I found these assholes in the woods. They <laughs> yeah, want to like, go into the uh, Feywild. Right. <laughs> it would be the height of impropriety uh, if you didn't ask for ask for permission first. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, so he's going to be like, also, I can't just take you there. I have to ask their permission first. Who's they? There's a family that guards the entrance to the Feywild and they are very important and I need their permission. I cannot just lead anybody in for no reason. So So Wayne is thinking to herself really, really hard and trying not to say it. Sounds easier than getting past a Nightwalker. (laughs) I mean, yeah, that's a good point. That was really spooky. Oh shit, did I say that out loud? Yeah, a little bit. 100% said it out loud. Oh no. I mean, I agree. I agree. Yeah, would would Katai know what a Nightwalker is? Uh, roll Arcana again. Okay. Nope, <laughs> no. he does not know what a Nightwalker is. But that's Wait. not entirely surprising. A Nightwalker is really out of a druid's wheelhouse. Right. A what? 
a night walker. Oh, it's like 20 feet tall and it south, eats your south, soul. South, south. And it. What? Why? What? He's like looking at Nyla. Why are you all staring at me? We were trying not to worry her father. Oh, but it's okay. We had a very large paladin friend help us. And also a very powerful wizard friend who died. Yeah, uh, my face is like. And he's like, oh, yeah. She's just remembering that. Like, oh, yeah, he's dead now. And then, like, Katar is like looking at Ariaz. He's like, mm hmm. And she's like, I would just like to remind you, like, switches back to common, like, immediately. Like, but I'd just like to remind you, Dad, Father, that, you know, I'm not a little sapling anymore. I'm a big oak tree now. I can do whatever the fuck I want. I'm just, I, you can do whatever you want. That's true. But I can still have opinions about it. Yeah, the Nightwalker. Yeah, so he said, yeah, basically, you have to ask. He has to ask permission first. Well, all right. I mean, that, that makes sense, I suppose. Is there... So... Anything we could do that would help get permission? Any, uh... That's a good know. question, DM. Is there anything that would help them? Uh, yeah. So the Anarine family, um, they, they're interested in preserving the sanctity and welfare of the, uh, of the glade, the head of the, the, head of the Unicorn Run River. Um, mm -hmm. They're not unfriendly, uh, but they are very suspicious of outsiders. Uh, it's very uncommon that they will let any... Um, non-druid or non-nature worshipper uh into their midst and it would be katar would hesitate to even take them into the glade uh without right. asking permission first let alone having them go straight through to the to the through the through the fairy ring and into the feywild um so it, if for example they had the good word of a powerful druid like katar uh that would be a very good point in your guys's favor to let them in but he would definitely advise against, like, he would he would want to ask permission alone. He wouldn't want oh, to. Oh, yeah, no, no, I just mean, like, if there was, like, any kind of offering or something that we could send with him. An offering? Um, maybe. Uh, if you had something in mind, Selwyn, it wouldn't, probably wouldn't go amiss. It didn't really, that's the problem, that was me asking. Tree <laughs> shit. Just some tree shit. Here's a branch I found in the woods. <laughs> as a wow. symbol of my goodwill. I was like, this is what you people like, isn't it? Salvador hesitantly offers, I've got, I've got my scroll of pedigree that can prove who I am and my connections. Would that help? Would they care about his connections? Um, they might. I mean, they're basically, like I said, they're basically elven royalty. Yeah, royalty, yeah. Uh, so it might, it might bolster their opinion. Qatar's never met them. It's right. not the kind of place you just go to. Like, you have to have a reason to talk to them. Uh, but, so it, it, maybe it might bolster their opinion of them. He's gonna, like, think, and, oh yeah, I forgot, yeah, he has a beard, so he's gonna, like, stroke his beard, like, hmm. Salvador in the back's like, oh no. That, that could work. Please don't I do that. I never visited them personally, please but, you know. That. It's very distracting. And he taps his lip, like, No, yeah, stop, that please, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, looks at Arias, he's like, shoulder. now you're, like, waltzing around with important people. I'm not, I'm not important. I'm not important. <laughs> He's like, hmm, pedigree. Fancy friends you have there. Don't please just take it. He like he sticks the scroll of pedigree. He's like, just take it, please. <laughs> oh, all right. No need to get upset. I will. I'm not upset. Sal, we should we should get him out of here. Somebody want to take him for a walk, maybe, or yeah, or... Well, maybe we should to Neverwinter. No. Go do our things, and then you know my father can ask them for permission and then we can come back i can send him a message oh by the way the item description the item is called scroll of pedigree 
Ariazis, mm-hmm. and you can put it. This is the description. You can have uh, Qatar roll um, history to see if he recognizes the seal. Okay. Uh, yeah, he recognizes it at once. This is the signet of House Porter, which is one of the four, uh, the, the dukely houses of Baldur's Gate. Uh, if he is indeed the heir of House Porter, he is a very, he, he's got a lot of throw, a lot of weight behind that name. Yeah, like his eyebrows sort of raise as he like looks at Sal. I have to go! He immediately leaves. <laughs> and then looks at Ariaz, he's like, that one is very strange. <laughs> I just want to point out, Father, in common, so everyone can understand that I'm burning you right now. I am definitely insulting you because you live alone in the house in a tree. <laughs> and he's like, mm, good point. <laughs> I do hate people. That is very, very true. And That's a good observation, you yes. <laughs> Maybe someone should go check on him. In case he well, he's lost. having a panic attack out in the woods. Out in the woods alone. I mean, I don't really care that much, but yes, I guess he's your friend, Ariazi, so... He appears to be some sort of druid in a past life, so he'll be fine. In a past life? There. I don't really know. We really should get some Neverwinter. Um, before that, we should quickly explain. Yeah, is there anything else you want to explain or ask Qatar? Explain to him or ask him? Yeah, I feel like Selwyn would fill him in a little bit on what they know of Sal's situation, which is that <clears throat> his memories are, you know, under a very, very high-level modified memory spell. Hmm. Uh, that we're also trying to find somebody who can help remove that, but he's a little skittish about it, understandably. Mm. That does make sense. Uh, as you are all are having this discussion, as, as uh, you are explaining to Qatar, oh yeah, he's under a modified memory spell, he doesn't know where he's coming from. From outside you hear a very large uh, and the entire tree rattles. And then you hear Sal, oh my fucking god! Selwyn dashes for the door. Is there another gay person out there? Jesus. (laughs) Everyone runs. Yeah, Katar is like, what was that? And then Ariazis also goes to check. It is a size large stone golem, and it has thrown Sal over one of its shoulders. What the fuck? Sal's like, help! Somebody help! Oh god! He's trying desperately to get out, and let's all roll initiative. (laughs) What have you brought to my house? Katar is angry. The initiative roll order has been set. To put this tableau into focus, you all come barreling out the door of Qatar's hut. Uh, you see this massive stone golem uh, with Salvador uh, thrown over one shoulder. Uh, and it looks like he's about to haul stone ass out of here. Uh, and as you all are beholding it, uh, and you can see... Like, you, only part of Salvador's body is blocking its chest. But you can see, indeed, chiseled into its chest are the words, vengefully, the Exarch. Oh, great. Uh, again? What What do you mean again, Ariazes? What What have you brought him up the forest? Help, please! Yeah, uh, we should throw it. it. Uh, so let's start with the top of the <laughs> order. <on it. laughs> with Ariazes. Point of order, while Kay thinks what she's doing, we did not have any sort of rest yet, have we? Nope! Nope, we have not. Cool. Just checking that my, my spell slots were accurate. Yeah, yeah. She's going to transform into, into... a bear? Yes? Mm, I was not thinking that Ariazes would be a bear. Um, well, then what's even the point of being a druid, I ask you? <laughs> I mean, it's... 
We are in the woods, I guess. I'm just looking at all the cool stuff I can transform into now that oh, I can. Oh, it's bear o'clock. Oh, oh, it's bear o'clock. All right, all right, all right. Let's see. What um, kind of bear? What kind of bear? What kind of bear? Probably a brown bear. Yes. It'll be a brown bear, yeah. A brown bear. Excellent. Yeah. So Ariazis immediately turns into a giant evil fluffy bear. With, yep. with 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 horrible with beady blue with beady black eyes and round fluffy ears and little paws. Yep, and rah, she rah. that thing. And I have multi attack, so bite and claw. Okay. So this is bite. And then next one is claw. That was a natural one, my friend. Oh, oh no. Next one is claw. This is the claw. The bite misses, but the claw. The night. Uh, the nineteen is a hit. Yes. Yes. So, okay. So claw damage. That- is 11 slashing damage. 11? <laughs> mm-hmm. 178 minus... What was it? 11? Yeah. Alright. Alright. That was Ariazi's turn. Anything else you want to do on this turn? Anything you can do on this turn? I don't know how to druid. Um, no. I've already... Well, that was my bonus action as um, morphing, but other than that, uh, attacking can't really do anything, so nope. Okay. I didn't cast anything before I... Yeah, whatever. I'm done. Okay. Um, next up in the order is Selwain. Okay. My um, very gonna... my very favorite dead loving elf. <laughs> Goth. Goth to the bone. Um ah, bone cuz it's goth. <laughs> we have okay. jokes here at Crit Fail Club. Um uh-huh. Okay, so I'm going to start out by doing True Strike. Excellent. Good call. Good call. Uh True Strike call. insight into its defenses, correct? Yes. Uh, it is immune to poison and psychic damage. Okay. And it is also immune uh, to the usual bludgeoning, piercing, slashing from non-magical weapons that aren't made of a damantine. Okay. It is condition immune to charmed, exhaustion, frightened, paralyzed, petrified, and poisoned. Uh, basically, it's a golem. Like, if you, right. if you can't do it to a construct, you can't do it to this thing. Uh, and it has dark vision. I share all that information with the team, and I cast Magic Weapon on Nyla's rapier. Ooh. Yes. Nyla, your rapier now glows all magic-like. Sweet. <laughs> what is so that? Is that just magical? It's a plus one bonus to attack rolls and damage rolls, and it becomes a magic weapon. Uh, so it can be actually used for, you know, attacking. Uh, so that was a bonus action and my action, and I guess that's all I can do. Yep, you have advantage on your attack, next attack roll against it, which is nice. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, it is Salvador's turn. Uh, Salvador isn't going to be able to do much of anything unless he gets out of this this grip. So it's going to be a contest of dexterity versus strength. Oh, uh, that's not a good roll. Uh-oh. And the stone uh, golem five. has a plus six. So yeah, it doesn't matter. They both rolled really bad, but the modifiers, yeah. Yep. Uh, so Salvador, uh, he can't really do anything. He tries to get out, and he can't. He's like, oh my god, what's happening? <laughs> um, next up in the order is Qatar. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm so excited to play this. All right. Did I set it up for Qatar to literally rescue Salvador? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe all the fucking things you gave him. Good god. Will what? Salvador be literally swept off his feet? Let's find out. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna use Oathbow first. That is a magical weapon. Is he gonna be a sword enemy? Oh boy, it sure. Like he's gonna like look at Ariazis and she's like, uh, she's like gonna nod like, yeah, definitely. 
And he's like, all right, I suppose. And he notches Oathbow and he's, swift death to you who have wronged me. It's so petty. I love it. Right. So the <laughs> target of your attack becomes your sworn enemy until it dies. This random golem that he's never seen before is now a sworn so enemy. Dramatic. You came right. into my house. You abducted right. my guests. Like, God, how dare you? First yeah, okay, of all, so... how dare you? Yeah, so how does this work? It's plus one, so I roll plus... It's a I regular... add the proficiency as you well. add You add your proficiency, your dexterity modifier, I believe, because longbow is a finesse weapon, and also plus one, because it's just a plus one magical weapon. Okay. The longbow is a okay, finesse seven. weapon, right, Val? Uh... You played you played Vasha for like a year, so I assume. <laughs> yeah, and everything on that was uh, automated. Um... Oh, no. Oh, that's true. Shit. Yeah. Let me double check really quick. I don't want to. Okay. You can tell I don't play characters that uh, use weapons. I'm like, how the fuck does this work? Magic is how I work. (laughs) Oh, it's a martial weapon. Oh, okay. Uh, Okay, so that would be strength instead of dexterity. (laughs) Ooh, dirty 20. Ooh, nice. 20. All right, yes, go ahead and roll damage, and you get an extra stuff, extra stuff, because now it's your sworn enemy. I know, right? Because I whispered the magic words. Um, let's see. It was one one d eight. One d eight damage plus your dexterity modifier plus that extra bonus. Oh my god! Okay. One d. No wait. Plus plus your strength modifier. <laughs> yeah, I don't know I'm how. Like, I don't fucking know. I'm, in full disclosure, I've never played a character that has ever had to hit things with weapons. I know. Neither have I. I've okay. only wait, ever played spellcasters. I am here to help. I've only ever played characters who hit things with weapons. I know right, a short bow is a finesse weapon. Right. I was say, I've had short bows. Short bows are finesse. Right. Yeah, so but this first is of all, the, uh, the bow itself talks back to him and says, Swift death my enemies. And he whispers, Swift death to you who have wronged me. And you're like, what the fuck? So it's 1d8 plus 3d6. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what modifiers. I'm supposed let's just to do 1d8 plus 3d6. That sounds okay. right. 1d8 plus 3d6. So, yep, it takes 18 damage and it's... It's pretty gnarly. You've never seen an arrow pierce into stone before, but boy howdy does this thing pierce in stone, and it leaves this massive crack along its arm. Yeah, it's it's pretty fucking bad. Quick answer, a longbow is not finesse. It is heavy and range. So it it deals Um, with your strength mod, right? Which is... Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it would be strength. It's a one Yeah. Which I guess that makes sense, because like, a finesse weapon is something really light, and longbows are huge. Yeah, yeah. fucking huge. All right. Longbows All right, yeah. are like, you know, actual Robin Hood. Okay, so yeah. Instead of using your dex mod, you use your strength mod. Okay. Yeah, so, and then... Oh yeah, so then any anytime... It's only him that has advantage from now on, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, because they're sworn in me, so he's going to have a range attack. All right. Oh, 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 what can I do? I have hide. Hide in, what is it called? Mask oh, of hide in plain other. sight. Um, uh, no, he has the mask of uh, mask of the wild. Mask of the wild. Yeah, you can attempt to hide even when you are only lightly obscured by foliage. Blah blah blah. Okay. Wood elves are cool. Yes, wood elves are very cool, and he's in his natural element, so he's gonna be like, "All right, bye." And he slips into the shadows like a ghost. Right. They're like, "What the fuck? Where'd he go?" Uh, yeah. All right. So next up in the order is Nyla. You have a very shiny rapier now, Nyla. She's very excited about the shiny rapier. Uh, <laughs> is the bear still in five feet of uh of the enemy? Oh yeah, where am I? Yeah, no, you unless you specific you didn't specify no, that you moved down the way. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't move away. Bear is Fantastic. still there, so don't. Okay, she's gonna do a big fluffy roll. brown bear gives you advantage. Yeah, because you're so small. Let's hope this time. <laughs> <laughs> don't jinx it. 
A 17 is a hit. Yay! Okay, thank God. <laughs> roll damage. It's barely a hit, uh, but roll damage. Oh, God. Uh, 23 damage. Nice. Wow. Nice, 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 nice. And then she's going to use her bonus action to try to hide in the woods with the guitar. <laughs> Both sneaky, sneaky babies. Right. The rogue and the elf who's like, I live here. Like, I can blend into my own <laughs> my own surroundings. Uh, it is now the golem's turn. Uh, the golem has only one target within range of it. And it is the big old brown bear. It's the bear, yep. Uh, he is going to use both slam attacks on you. They have a plus 10 to hit. Boy. I, real quick, how is how is he holding Sal? Slung over one shoulder. Okay. Damsel style. Okay, so that is... You, are, you take 19 bludgeoning damage, Ariazes. And mm-hmm. he is also going to use the ability slow on you. Oh boy. Uh, the golem targets one or more creature. Can see within 10 feet of it. You're the only one within 10 feet. Uh, make a wisdom save. Which I believe okay. you have proficiency in, because druid. Right, exactly. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. A 21. Yeah, 21. Sure does. <laughs> Alright, so it, it fails on its attempt to slow you, but that's fine. It is going to use its final action to move 30 feet away from you. Like, it punched <laughs> you twice uh, in your in your fluffy little bear face. And then it was like, okay, bye. And then he heads off with Cell. <laughs> Like, whatever, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> we go back okay. up to the top of the order with Ariazes. This this monster just punched you in the head and then ran off with your cleric. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, angry, disgruntled bear noises. Excuse like, me, Hello. sir, that's my emotional support cleric. Exactly. That's my emotional support cleric, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just multi-attack again, so I'm going to run after it as right. a bear. As a bear? And multi-attack. And then do some bear stuff to it? Yep, going to bite and claw it. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. That, that's a hit, yeah. Okay. Plus five for claw. That is not nope. a hit. Claw doesn't work, but bite does the chompity-chomp. That's uh, eight piercing damage. Alrighty. That was Ariazi's turn. Selwain, uh, it's your turn, my darling. You have advantage on any attack roll you want to do to it. Okay. Uh, how far away is it from me now? Uh, it is now about 40 feet. Okay, I'm going to run at least 10 feet closer so I can get within range, and I'm going to use Witch Bolt. Yeah, you will. Go ahead and roll to hit with advantage. Uh, 13, however, is not a hit. That's just 2 and a 5. You've got Nyla's Curse now, Selwyn. (laughs) Um, A bolt of lightning uh, crackles past it uh, and dissolves in the air. Can I help you with something? Don't interrupt me. Oh, hello, Mimi. I'm playing the Dungeons and Dragons. The squeakiest baby. Okay, I don't think I can do anything else other than continue to run. So I'm just going to keep, like, close-ish, but not in melee range. Uh, Next up is Salvador. Uh, That attempt to escape did not work so well. Uh, So he is going to cast Inflict Wounds. Because it's a touch spell, and he is definitely, definitely Touching in it. touch range, yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> so he is, he's at, since he leveled up, he has one more level four spell slot, so he's just going to go ahead and burn that, because he wants off this crazy thing. Yeah. Has to make, he has to make a melee spell attack, though. Woof, okay, that's a hit, so that's 60-10 damage. Woof. Wow, Sal, that's a good rolls, my boy. 
Wow, he really wants off. <laughs> he really, really wants off. So his eyes briefly go black. He presses his hands against the golem uh, and cracks um, spread out underneath his hands <laughs> as he recites this incantation. And it is super spoopy. And wow, he has bloodied it with that ro- with that blow. It's easy to forget that Sal's kind of a badass. Very, very easy to forget. Like, wow, is it easy to forget. Because most of the time he's just like a giant fluffy bunny and he doesn't... Okay, anywho. Uh, <laughs> and when that doesn't work, when he's not let out, he says, Let me out! Um, uh, Qatar, you are back up to the top of the order. You are hidden. He is hidden and slightly aroused by all of this. Like, wow, look at that kid. How old is he? Anyway, we'll, we'll have... He's not... I'm 25! I'm not a kid! <laughs> Great, perfect. <laughs> what? Younger than my daughter. Excellent. <laughs> Um, Ariazis is 27, so, <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so he's still sworn enemy. I'm gonna use, how far away is the golem and... Uh, 40 clip? feet by now. 40 feet. 40 feet, okay. Um, 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 is he, which, yeah. which item is he gonna use is the question. I literally did set it up for him to literally swoop in. I know, <laughs> it's so true. So he's going to use his flappy cloak. Wings flappy cloak. Wings of flap. Yep, wings of flap. All right, uh, so what kind of wings does uh, Qatar turn his the cloak into? Um, I'm going to say eagle wings. Hell yeah! Yeah! <laughs> so suddenly the cloak that Qatar is wearing, he, he gives it one very distinct flap, and the cloak turns into a set of enormous eagle wings. Uh, and he can take up off to 60 feet. What is he going to try to do when he gets within range? I guess I will fly, literally swoop in and grab Sal. All right, uh, make a dex check with advantage. All right. A 16. Yeah, a 16 is pretty good. Uh, so Qatar, with his eagle wings outspread, um, flies over and... Do you want to paint me a word picture with this? Uh, swooping in to literally snatch up Salvador? Right. With, uh, like, the fading sun glistening off of his <laughs> arms. His nice, beefy arms. As he, uh, you know, the wings outstretched behind him, looking like, like an angel, if I may. <laughs> and he reaches down and, uh, you know, grabs, grabs Sal, pulls him against his you firm You need to chest. not do this! Pulls um, him it's... against his firm chest because I'm, I'm gonna go into the porno now. <laughs> <laughs> his firm, oiled, chiseled chest. He's wearing armor, I assume. He um... is wearing armor, but you can definitely feel it through the armor. <laughs> You can feel the oil on his chest through the armor. Okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, Sal You can is... feel his manliness through the armor. Okay, not the oil. The manliness. All right, anyway. Sal's in the corner for Like, really? You really should not have done this! Uh, so that is Qatar's turn. Nyla, you're up next. <laughs> so wait, did, did they end up actually grabbing Sal away? Yes. Yes. With his okay. big, strong, beefy arms, and now they're, you know, locked in embrace in, in the air. <laughs> Nyla momentarily just stares in awe at the sight. <laughs> um, and then gets her wits back together and is going to go and just do another heart, just straight up fucking attack. It's 30 feet away, right? Uh, 40 feet. 40 feet. Uh, da, 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 da. I cannot actually get that far, I don't think. You can use bite, I think, if you get within uh, 20 feet, I think it is. Yes, good point. Okay. Um... Okay, yeah, so she'll run up and she will throw a dagger at it. 
She just like pops out of the woods. And you actually have advantage because um, Ariazis is within five feet of it. Oh, fantastic. Jesus fucking Christ! Wow, it's happening again! Milo looks disgusted at the dagger and recalls it and just like sort of stares off at the spirit golem. Stares into the distance. Am I losing my touch? Nyla, a single tear rolls down her face. <laughs> Sad piano music starts up in the background. Um, okay, that was Nyla's turn. I just have the golem's turn. Uh, the golem would normally be pressed to keep running because he has his quarry, uh, but then his quarry is not there anymore. Uh, and he is very, very upset. Um, I don't think... Katar had to use at least 40 feet of his 60 feet movement mm-hmm. uh, to get to sell. Uh, and then he had to use his action, so he would have had a maximum of twenty feet left uh, from his cloak of way. his cloak of flappy. So where uh, where in twenty feet would he have gone with Sal? Like away uh, or up or what? Up, up, definitely up to it, like a like a tree, <laughs> like above the golem. Hmm, he does not like that. Unfortunately, he doesn't have a lot he can do. He is just a big old stone. <laughs> yeah, it's like I can't fucking climb or fly. Fuck. No, wait. He's going to pick Ariazis up and throw her. Oh my god. Oh, shit. Bear. Uh, make Bear. Uh, make a... What would this even be? I don't know. God. I guess a dex save? The bear's dex is plus zero. That's really good to know. That's good, yeah. Yeah, oh, ten is not going to do it, my friend. Nope, it's just a big old bear. Uh, so you are picked up in both hands by this massive golem and thrown straight into the air and I guess he needs to make an attack roll yeah I mean yeah I mean yeah oh boy Uh, alright so you are thrown 20 feet into the air and you crash into your father in Salvador (laughs) uh, and then you all fall and take 2d10 points of falling damage you all take 14 points of damage uh, so go ahead and subtract that from both Ariazis and Katar. Yep, Ariazis is at one. It's okay. She, she's still a bear, but barely. <laughs> barely. <laughs> ah! I hate puns. Bear puns, bear puns. And also you are no longer flying and you all land in a very undignified pile. So, you know right. what? I'm going no, I'm going to say it. Uh, Sal lands directly on top of Katar. Oh yeah. Because why not? Why not? I can't, I can't, I can't ship my main ship, so I'm gonna have to ship my off ship for a while. <laughs> uh, okay, so that was the golem's turn. It, it is, it is out of action. Sorry, Aussies, we're back up to the top of the order. Uh, with your where did, turn, where did the bear land? Uh, you, or you initially landed sort of half on top of Sal, but then you managed to roll off because you, you, you're quick enough that like you would have crushed him to death. Yeah, I know a bear. Yeah. He's a twink. Uh, but <laughs> you roll off in time to see uh, Salvador lying on top of your father, and it's a little bit weird. <laughs> Just like okay, I have one hit point left as a bear, so um... Salvador's like, I can't. Oh God, I can heal you, but he cannot look away because he's too gay. Yep, he's too gay, and Katar is still, I would say, had one arm slung around him, like, making sure that he didn't drop him. Where, the golem is where now? How far away? Uh, you are about 20 feet away from the golem. Okay. I am still a bear, so I will try to barrel clock it one last time. Get one last bear in. Yeah, get, look here, let's do the bite and see what happens. Nope. Let's try the claw, see what happens. Uh... Nope. Nope, neither one. She's like, okay. I mean, you do have one hit point as a bear, in fairness. So. Exactly. 
It was hard. Also, I just fell, and it was, yeah, far. Yeah, it's you're a little discombobulated. It's understandable. And the bear's like, So, Wayne, you're up. Okie dokie. Uh, I'm gonna do the... What's what's around it? Uh, just Ariazis. Just bear. How close? Melee range. No, but it doesn't re- matter. It's fine. I'll just revert back. And also, Sal is... You've got Sal in her back pocket now, who can heal her if anything happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sal's on the ground now, so it's fine. He's a little distracted. Oh, yeah, that's true. But he's not so distracted he wouldn't remember to heal his very good friend, so. All right, uh, so I'm going to cast Shatter at a second level. Ooh, Shatter. They, uh, because he is a construct, he has some sort of disadvantage on a save, right? Um. Yes, yes. Uh, here, I'll copy-paste the description, but yes. Shatter's a cool spell. Creature made of inorganic material such as stone or metal has disadvantage on saving throw. It's a con save. A con save. Well, he's got a plus five to con, but he does have... uh, What's your spell save DC? Is 16, so that's not going to do it. That's not going to do it. All right. This is going to be quite a lot of damage. Quite a lot of damage. All right. 16 damage. Oof. There's a very loud... So, uh, Ariazes, you are also going to take that damage. Okay. Subtract that... So you have minus 15 as a tiefling now, I believe. I will remove current conditions bare. I will delete that. Um, <laughs> a painfully loud burst of sound uh, clatters around you, and the golem takes the brunt of it. Uh, Solid is like, I'll heal you! Oh, it's actually his turn. Um, <laughs> uh, for, but for a second, he's having gay panic, um, and it takes him a minute. <laughs> oh, God! Uh, he scrambles off Katar, runs over to Ariazis, and... Healy's going to drop his last third level spell slot healing you. Oh, that, yeah. I was like, she's fine. <laughs> oh, she only took 16 points of damage. That's true. So she, he's only going to use a second level spell slot in that yeah. case. Uh, you gain all of that back. You are now back up to full, Ariazis. Okay, great. Oh, thank you. I didn't need it too much, but thank and you. And then he like ducks behind you. Please kill it. Um, <laughs> okay. uh, Katar, you are up next. All right. The very, the, the extraordinarily gay boy just ran, clam, climbed off you to heal your daughter. Well, that's good, I guess. A little flighty, that one, but all right. Um, he still has advantage. He's going to whip out Oath Bow. Katar stands up. Uh, he fires off another bow and it whizzes past. Um, fires another arrow. You can't fire a bow. Uh, <laughs> fires like, another arrow. <laughs> he throws his entire bow at the golem. Um, the arrow whizzes <laughs> past. You actually fire the bow. You fire an arrow from your bow. Yeah. Yes. You do fire a bow. You want to anyway. get? I will. I will get petty about semantics if you let me. He's um, like, uh, oh well, and goes back to you know, mask of the wild hiding. All right, uh, Nyla, you're next up in the order. <laughs> Nyla's just standing around with all this magic and nonsense going on. Just like. I don't understand why we don't just use our simple weapons just attack things with your daggers i'm just gonna <laughs> let's try this shit again and see what happens i don't have a weapon <laughs> well get just get one i won't know how to use it <laughs> that's a good point you would not never mind i feel like as a noble he totally would have had dueling classes as a twink i don't think so a 19 is a hit uh yes. and Yes, you would think as a noble he would have he would have had classes, but unfortunately he doesn't remember most of his life, so... Right, exactly. Sadly, his life is a lie. <laughs> Nala's getting all sorts of ideas. They're gonna go dagger throwing tonight. <laughs> like, after this, I'm gonna teach Sal how to protect himself. 21- Jesus, 21 damage! Wow! 
<laughs> Fuck off! Finally. <laughs> Some good when food! I, when I do finally get the chance to hit things, it doesn't work out well, generally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and rogues are OP. Alright, it is now the golem's turn. Oh wait, she also does a recall, sorry. Oh, yeah, uh, do the recall damage too. Sorry, I forgot about that. A whole other three damage. Whole three damage. <laughs> We're all very proud of you. Next up in the order is the golem. Uh, the golem is going to try to knock you out of the way. He's going to use a slam attack on... Well, he's got two slam attacks, so he's going to attack you twice, Ariazis. Oh, oh that's okay. a nat 20, my oh, dear. Oh, shit. Okay, all right. All right. Um, let's, let's, yeah. That is 38 points of damage. Of bludgeoning damage. And then it's going to attack you again and try to knock you down. Oh my god! What? What? Oh my god! Oh god, Ariazis is gonna die. Uh, Two nat 20s in a row I call bullshit. Wow! Wow, okay, yeah. Uh, that's a total of 76 points of damage. Yeah, she's oh. definitely out. Out cold. Salvador. Oh my god, Ariazis! Ariazis! <laughs> Uh, and the golem is then gonna try to grab Salvador, I guess, again, with his last action. Uh, Salvador has to make a dexterity saving throw to get out. Oh, that's not a good roll, Sal! Uh, so, nope, Sal is grabbed again. Uh, we are back up to the top of the order. Arias, he's making a death save! Oh boy, Qatar, you hear angry leaves, like, in Qatar's voice, like, no! (laughs) Bing, bam, boom. That's a success? Okay. Uh, that's all you get to do on your turn, however. Yeah, exactly. That's all she's unconscious. So. Uh-huh. Uh, Selwyn, you are up next. Oh, God. Sprawled on the forest floor, her beautiful <laughs> hair full of twigs. And your healer was just grabbed. And, yeah, your emotional support healer was, yeah, whisked away. Kidnapped. Uh-huh. Cleric-napped. <laughs> I cannot believe it rolled two nat 20s in a row. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> all right. Lightning crackles from my fingers, and I'm going to cast uh, Witch Bolt again at a second level. All right. Roll damage, or roll to hit. Oh, 23 is a hit. Yes. Yes. Roll damage. Okay. So She's that's pissed. Be... You killed my girlfriend! Before she could even become my girlfriend! This is just breaking the rules. 18. Jesus. 18. Y'all are killing it today. Yay! Thank God. I know, right? Like, literally, you are literally killing it. It's Good, not quite dead, but to. it is almost dead. We want Good. to kill it. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, uh, Salvador. Uh, Salvador's gonna try to get an, try to get out. Maybe he can actually roll a deck save worth his goddamn life. God damn it, Sal! <laughs> <laughs> he's too gay. He's just too gay. Alright, he's gonna use his last remaining spell to cast Inflict Wounds at the highest level spell he has, because get off, get off, get off, get off! There we go. Let's do some fucking damage. Mm-hmm. Um, 3d10, 4d10, 5d10 damage. 22 points of damage. It is so close to being dead. Ooh! Salvador is no longer... Normally he's like, you know, he quietly mutters his incantations um, when he's casting spells, but this time he is screaming the incantation directly in the golem's face. Mm-hmm. Uh, Katar, you are up next. You have knocked out his daughter. He is fucking pissed. (laughs) Alright, so we are going to use a spell. It needs to make a dex save because I'm going to cast Wall of Thorns at level 6. A dex save? I have good news. It's dex mod is minus (laughs) 1. 
and it rolls a nat fucking 20. <laughs> God, shut up. I hate you. Okay. Uh, what's the spell save, DC? Uh, 16. All right, so that's a success, so that's half damage, I assume. Mm. All right. Wall of Florence. Okay, so it is 7d8, so half of that. Yes. Oh, Cell has to make a dex save, too. Nope. Cell can't make a dex save today. Oh, uh, no. So he's going to take full <laughs> damage, so go ahead and uh, just roll 7d or whatever the damage is. All right, Cell takes 36 points of damage. Oh, Oops, God. Geez. That's okay. He's He's still got some hit points left. Not a lot, but some. He's got nine. Um, uh, so this wall of thorns, uh, it, Katar, I imagine, does something very rageful, like screaming about, get off my daughter! Yeah, um, exactly. Like, and then this wall, of, this wall of thorns sprouts up around it, uh, hitting Salvador pretty hard, and the golem immediately capitulates. Salvador falls out of the wall of thorns, covered in wounds, like, mm-hmm. just bloodied from head to toe. Uh, but he does not even notice it. Uh, he, we're out of initiative order. He runs right over to Ariazi's. He's going to use his uh, level, his last level two spell slot to heal her. Uh, Ariazi's, you come awake with seventeen hit points. <gasps> Ariazi's, are you okay? I'm fine. What happened to you? Oh, there's some thorns or something. I don't know. Uh, he he helps you up. We're out of initiative order, by the way. Yeah. Congrats, you have felled the golem. You yeah. solved my golem <laughs> puzzle. Oh boy! With, with violence. With always. violence, <laughs> as always. Yeah, Qatar just looks very apologetic. Like I am sorry about the injuries. Listen, we had some priorities to worry about. My only priority is Ariazis. You are correct. Exactly. Uh, so he's helping you to your feet, uh, Ariazis. He has nine hit points, so he does not look great. Right. Um, um, can some like what does she have? Does she have any healing? I'm fine. I can just I just need to lie down for a little bit. Okay, all right, <laughs> that's fine. Lying down is good. Mister, you may need to stay here. The yeah, Mr. Katar, would you mind if we had a little nap in your tree fort? I would be more than happy to let you do that. Great, Sal loses consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> that's not my, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, like, uh, Katar just, like, you know, shrugs and scoops him up. He's, no. a, he's a limp doodle. Yep, the limb did also. He's like, all right, let's go back to the house. I was going to go over to the, the corpse of the golem though before we leave and like look at the uh, the note on its chest. <laughs> yes, vengefully the exarch. And she, she turns over to the rest of the group. She's like, did y'all see this? Like, did I know we... there was a lot of running around and stuff, but there's a personal note on here, apparently, for us. Again. Again. Uh, not again. This is starting to get a little concerning. Does Qatar yes. know anything about an exarch? Like, are they going to tell him anyway? By the way, are you yes. going? Are you going to tell him? Yes. What? What kind of note is there? Well, so this reference is something we've heard before. The Exarch is referring to the Exarch of the cult of Bashaba. It's related to all of this that we're going through. I'm really mm. concerned that they managed to find us immediately upon our return from the Shadowfell. Like, immediately? Yep. Right, does- can I roll something? Does Katar know anything about the Exarch? Uh, you could roll plus religion. Okay. Nope, oh, <laughs> not good. Not great. Uh, with an 11, uh, Katar knows that there are cults of Bishaba. Um, yep. he knows that a high-ranking, uh, a high-ranking member of the cult of Bishaba would usually be called a Doom Master. Mm-hmm. It's spelled like it sounds, but I'll just put it- type it just in case. Yeah. <laughs> It is possible, like, Exarch is a very general term, uh, and if you are talking, it is, like, you could be a Doom Master and an Exarch of this particular cult, so 
Doom Masters are not to be fucked with. Uh, they are very, very powerful. Uh, and yes, it is very, it would probably be very alarming to him, to his fatherly instincts. Like there's a mm. Doom Master out for my daughter and I guess her stupid friends or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's come after you before this exarch. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, that is something that we need to perhaps discuss not outside. Through this whole conversation, by the way, Sal has been unconscious and over our shoulder. <laughs> right, exactly. So he just, like, slings him over, like, game, like, all right, let's go back. <laughs> all right, uh, so if there's anything you guys want to talk about while you are having your long rest, do so now. But you do benefit from a long rest. Safe yeah. in Qatar's little tree fort. You get your spell slots back. back. Yes. <laughs> there's nothing like being a wizard and warlock who cast above a level two. I was going to say, didn't you get an extra level 4 slot? No, you didn't. You leveled up as a warlock, not a wizard. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Lol. Although, although, because I am dual classing, I actually get a really awesome feature um, that allows me to use either spell slot. Like, it allows awesome. me to use a wizard spell slot or a warlock spell slot. So if I run out of wizard ones, I could use a warlock slot. Neat. And vice versa. All right. Is there anything we need to talk about? Well, Sal is unconscious. <laughs> I should mention his unconsciousness is not like mechanical unconsciousness. He's not unconsciousness because he has zero hit points. He's unconscious because he just took like eight d ten thorn damage. Right, exactly. And he needs a minute to co- to recuperate. Right. It's been a bad day. It's been a very bad day. That is true. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um. Well, I mean, there's. We should talk about now that we're back. Should I use the scroll of wish to try to bring Mordenkainen back? Not the direction I was expecting you to take with that, but interesting. Go on. <laughs> uh, do we really need to? Like, didn't the Raven Queen... Like, Ariazis really hate saying that. Like, the, that goddess. <laughs> In the Shadowfell, say that it could be anybody? High-level? High-level wizard? Magic person? Don't we owe it to him? Hmm, that is true. He did help us. To the dead wizard? Yes. He did help us, Nyla. I don't remember a lot about that. I just, he sacrificed himself so that we could get into the Shadowfell. If it was the shiny dude, we'd all all be dead, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) (laughs) I just got that feeling from his husband that, you know, he would cunt us down until we were all dead. I mean, you mean mean his husband who literally gave us this bomb that's sitting in my bag? Mm Mm-hmm, that one. Um, Selwyn, roll Arcana. Okie dokie. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Wayne. Yeah. Uh, you are correct in your assessment that if you were going to bring back a board in Kynan, the only way to do it would be with a skull of wish. Uh, however, and here's the big however, mm. every time you cast wish, even with a scroll, there is a one in three chance you will never be able to cast wish again. Mm. And that is something that I think would surface in your mind, thinking, yeah. weighing the pros and cons of this. Yeah. So even even as I'm saying all this, I'm like, okay, I bring it up because I, I feel indebted to him, but there's also a really big chance I can never use this spell again if I try it, and we might need it. Mm, that's true, we might need it. Katar also, like, you know, very... Yeah, Katar uh, definitely knows about Wish. And yeah. Any spellcaster worth their salt will know about Wish. He would also know that it is a very dangerous and volatile spell if you don't use it correctly. Right. And he's going to mention, like, 
the Feywild is extremely dangerous, and you may need it, it's true. It just depends on how much you feel you owe this Mordenkainen. Selwyn looks really, really conflicted, but she's not going to make the decision alone. She's Doesn't this spell have, like, very dangerous side effects? It does. Uh, when you use it to replicate the effects of another spell, not so much. Uh, when you do literally anything else with it, yes. Okay. So it wouldn't necessarily have the put you out of commission for... Yeah, if she, w- if she was using it to cast True Resurrection, uh, then no, it would not affect, it would not have any dangerous side effects. Mm. It's it's an interesting thought though, and I yeah. I like I like that you have put it on the table. It's an interesting thing to talk about. <laughs> well, it's it's something that's been on Selwyn's mind literally yeah. the entire time. Understandably, yeah, it's true. He could help us, and you're the one who has the scroll. And it is worth mentioning that you Escher can also help you with the memory thing. Mm. It doesn't have to be Mordenkainen. Yeah, yeah, it can be anybody with like a level nine, right? Uh, anyone who can cast Dispel Magic who has a level 9 spell slot. Mm-hmm. Which includes clerics. Little powerful clerics. Self can't do shit about it. Selwyn <laughs> <laughs> so fidgets. Um, she glances at Sal and at Nyla. Sal is still unconscious unless you shake him. Oh, Sal, like. Right, exactly. <laughs> Sal is just like, no. If you want him to weigh in on the moral, the morality yeah. of the situation, you could wake him up, but it's up to you. I mean, but I have a there's, feeling there's I know a, what he would say. There's a chance you don't want him to weigh in on the morality of it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a reason yeah. that we took the, that he gave me the scroll. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hate to say this, but he did give oh, he did give his life for us. I mean, I can always try it later. It's true that you do not have a time limit with Wish. So I can hold on to it, and if we if we have nothing else that requires it, I could just use it then. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Jotting down some notes if you some notes. Mind. <laughs> yeah, again, Katara is going to emphasize that the uh, the Feywild the Fey Wild is, you know, changeable. It's dangerous. And he just yeah. really wants his daughter to come back alive and Well, so was the Shadow Phil, and that was fine, mostly. That was mostly fine. There were some undead trolls and near-death experiences, but aside from that, there was a very aside, lovely town aside, aside from all the things that tried to kill us, it was really fine. <laughs> aside from that time that, you know, Selwyn wooed a goddess. Yeah, Selwyn yeah. slept with a queen, so I think it's fine. Did Nyla say that? Yes. Out loud, like... We'll just find a goddess of the Feywild for Selwyn to sleep with, and then we'll be fine. <laughs> Katar like like stares at Sally and like, oh, and Ariazis like looks at Selwyn and then like looks at her father and is just like, like narrows her eyes at her, at Katar and he's like, oh, never mind, never mind. I see that there's some there's some baggage there. Alrighty, moving on. As long as you know that the Feywild is dangerous and you may need that spell. It is up to you how you use it. Well, why don't we sleep on it? I mean, it's not like he's going to be less... More dead, uh, yeah. More dead yeah, in the morning. True. It doesn't have to be right now. The limit on... Morning. I believe the limit on true resurrection is like 100 years. Um, yeah. It's... So. it's a, true resurrection is an extraordinarily powerful spell. 
All right, you all benefit from a long rest. Um, I think Selwyn does want to ask Katar, you know, based on when they left, how long have they been gone? Um, you, you, by your reckoning, uh, you met Ariazes and went on off on your grand ridiculous adventure like about a year ago. Uh, but Qatar has uh, not seen you in all, over two years. So there has definitely been some time dilation. Not as much as there could have been, you suspect, uh, but not nothing. Yeah, so, like, we left in winter. What season did we come back to? Oh, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, that's what I, I meant. <laughs> okay. I'm, yeah, I'm, it would probably be also winter, but, like, the next yeah, winter. winter? Again. Okay, yeah. so it's been a year. Yeah, closer to spring this time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, before uh, we skip to this part where you leave, I would like to do one quick scene. Nyla? <laughs> Nyla? What? What? Make a wisdom save. Oh, God. What? Make a wisdom save! You heard me! Motherfucker. <laughs> you heard the DM. You know I don't have a modifier. <laughs> oh, boy. That's not good oh. enough, Nyla. You wake up oh. and you are paralyzed. Motherfucker. You cannot move a single muscle. Salvador leans down over you and he says, I win! (laughs) 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 Oh my god. He did it. (laughs) I win! On the way to wake her up! (laughs) I win this one! watching this and is laughing her ass off. Oh my god. Niles, I think it's like, can she move her eyes? Her eyes are just like frantically darting back and forth. It has a one minute duration. Um, yeah, you can move your eyes, but that's about it. Oh my god. And Salvador is still over you like, I win this one! You don't get to stab me this time! You son of a bitch. <laughs> Maybe don't stab your friends when you wake up, Nyla. Oh my god. Nyla can't talk, but she's very upset. <laughs> That was hold person for the audience at home. The spell hold person. I so hope you're happy that you wasted a fucking spell slot. (laughs) Not wasted! Yeah, you always seem to stab him, so I don't think it's wasted. Alright, you have woken up the next morning. Nyla, you don't get to stab Salvador. (laughs) Worth it, exactly. Maria agrees. (laughs) Nyla does, however, steal... Something. What is it? What does she steal? She doesn't have anything <laughs> valuable. I know. She just wants to steal something inconvenient. You can, I was. I'm looking at his inventory. You could. Uh, <laughs> you could steal his priest pack. Oh Sweet. my god. She steals that. He'd be like, what? It's something he wouldn't notice immediately. But then, like, when he needs a candle, he's like, where the fuck is my priest pack? <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's exactly what happens. First thing she wakes up is she's just like, motherfucking motherfucker. <laughs> she's just like. <laughs> Fucking pockets his priest pack. <laughs> All right, so I correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounded like you wanted to go to uh, Neverwinter or to the Tremaine Estate specifically mm-hmm. uh, yes. to yeah. catch up. Okay, uh, it is quite, it is a couple days on the road. Do you have any last minute words for any goodbye words for your for your daddy, Ariazis? Um, just uh, we'll be does, back. No, soon. to be more specific, does he have any parting words for her? Yeah. Like, you almost um, died. Yeah, she almost died. He's like, I want, I want, I want to say be safe, but I know that will have the opposite effect. Salvador's like, and don't she... worry, I'll, I'll be healing her. He glares at Arias, he's like... And I'll keep him alive. I, after seeing what 
you can do today. I trust you with my daughter's life. However, if you bring her back to me and she's not alive, neither will you. Okay. Luckily, I know where this is. Good. <laughs> Salvador is both terrified and turned on. It's not a good look on him. Right. He's just like, Guitar's just like, okay, and I don't know, takes off his shirt and goes to chop wood. <laughs> well, I don't know. What do they do in romance novels? I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know either. I don't um, read this hetero shit. <laughs> um, so, yes. You all uh, take the long road back toward Neverwinter. Uh, it is later in the next winter uh, than the one that you left in. And literally the only reason it is still winter is because I like winter and you guys can suck a toe. Um, so, ew to winter and ew to sucking toes. I'm not <laughs> um, You come back to the Tremaine Estate. It is just, it is pretty much exactly as you remembered. Uh, the, the snow is a little deeper, uh, however. Uh, who wants to knock? Yeah, Ariazis can knock. Milo pushes Sal forward. <laughs> yeah. Sal's like, what? Why me? In case the pretty one shows up. But that should, that's the reason it shouldn't be me. <laughs> I'm gonna say, like, Ariazis reaches around him and, like, uses her staff to knock on the door. Uh, alright. The first one to come to the door is, unfortunately, well, not the prettiest one. It's Ember! Hey, I am the prettiest one. <laughs> Of course you are. Of I'll course you are. That, yeah. The Lord well, Tremaine the answers one. the door. Wearing sweatpants. Um. <laughs> this is what he does when his husband is out of town. I don't know how to dress room. myself without Escher. I'm sorry. <laughs> Basha from sweatpants. the room. Teasingly. Import you have servants for that. Importantly, the sweatpants do have the sun symbol of Lathander. <laughs> of Lathander, of course. Like, what about right on the crotch? How about a sun yes, right there? Oh, God. Yep. yep. <laughs> or a sun on the ass. <laughs> Each cheek has a sun. <laughs> a trip stamp. That's, 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 that's actually very on brand. Lathander uh, booty shorts. <laughs> uh, so Ember opens the door and looks down at all of them and he goes, Oh, I didn't think you'd be back alive. <laughs> Thanks for the vote of confidence. Mm. You're welcome. Is Escher home? Uh, no, Escher's actually left for a bit. Uh, but you want to come in? We're just making... Yeah. It's cool, yes. Basha, what are we making for dinner? You let me cook? <laughs> <laughs> Everything I... falls apart when Escher's out of town. <laughs> it does, like... <laughs> The entire state yeah. just collapses under his loss. I'm sorry, I didn't know I was supposed to cook. <laughs> a big bachelor pad. You mean we don't right. have dinner? <laughs> and Baku comes down like, where is my rabbit stuff? Escher is the one who knows this. <laughs> I can't find anything. Uh, so anyway, yes, uh, you all come inside. It definitely does. It definitely looks like so it needs some tidying up. Uh, Ember turns around and look at, looks at Selwain and he goes, I hope you know better than to bring that skeleton into my house this time. I'm right um, here. Um, I can hear you. Ember pulls out his fucking sword. Ah! Please don't. Please don't. Solder's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. S uh, Sassy, why don't you wait outside? I Sassy's Sassy like, absolutely not. Outside. But then Sal immediately picks Sassy up. And like, <laughs> like, okay, outside. This is the house of Lathander. Did you not see my house? It's, it's a house of Lathander. It says Lathander on the booty. It's fine. It's true. <laughs> uh, he, he drops Sassy outside. Sassy's like cursing up a storm. Uh, yeah. but Salvador just closes Sorry. the door. Ember's like, great, well, now that we've got that settled. 
Look, I oh, by don't... the way, uh, uh, right after you say that, you hear, Aah! and then the door is banged upon. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I'm, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm sorry, that's about your door. So I was what like, no, 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 don't, don't kill it, that's Stormy. Yeah, please don't, that's my son. That's <laughs> what? That's Stormy. She comes running in, why do I hear that? <laughs> Ember throws open the door, he's like, uh, you, s- <laughs> you see the gray render towering in front of you. It cannot fit in the door, and it seems very upset. That's, what kind that's, of abomination? That, that's Stormy. He's our friend. It's okay. This specifically mine. Please don't. I'm sorry. He's very stupid, so I can't tell him not to come in. But I hope he doesn't. Don't come in. <laughs> I know. Ever puts his head in his hands, and he's like, "If you three, four, if you could just keep your pets outside of my house, that'd be great." Arr! Yes, 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 we understand. Stormy, stay! Stormy, stay! Are there any other pets that you would like me to tell me about while I'm here? Stormy tries to fit into the door and it doesn't work. Oh my god, okay. Maybe I will wait outside. Sit, boy! It doesn't work. He's still trying to fit himself into the door, but he can't. And his int mod is so low that, like, he's just gonna keep trying. Ariazi's gonna, like, step outside of the door, like, okay, I could stay here with him. Stormy stops and sits down next to you instead. Yep, there we go. See, he's fine. He's fine if I'm here. So I was like, alright, I guess we'll update you later. Yep, that's fine. Great. Um, okay. This is a weird motley. I can't wait to see people are out of our lives. (laughs) 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 Ariazi's like, from outside, I agree! It's just... You killed my be- my best wizard friend is dead, and it's just been you know we just wanted to retire. Oh god, I just a had a really time. sad thought. Okay. The reason they're they're in such a mess isn't because Escher's gone; it's because they're in mourning. Oh no! Oh yeah. no! <laughs> now my heart hurts. Oh no! Now they're sad. Yeah. Now I have a sad. So Wayne's ears are drooped as low as they go. Ember looks at me as well. I mean, I guess the quickest way to get out of here. Escher's not here. He left. Uh, to go do some gossiping. Honestly, actually, it was the best thing could have done for him. It got his mind off of Morinkainen, so it probably worked out for the best. But he gave me a letter to give to you. Uh, so what's somewhere around here? Vasha! Vasha, where, where is the letter? On the table in the hall, you nitwit! It is not here. Come look, it's not here. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like, wow, okay. y'all a mess, huh? <laughs> it's been a really... It's it's been really, it's rough, you know. Oh, it's rough. Yeah. Listen, you don't know how much you appreciate a wizard's tidying spells until they're not there. I suppose so. Also, he was a really good friend of ours. He helped us save the world a couple of times, actually. So you know. Eventually, they find the letter. So I'm going to post this in tabletop, and I'm also going to read it out loud because this is a podcast. Mm-hmm. Mostly ladies. <laughs> Uh, If Ember gave you this letter, it means that I wasn't around when you came back. Apologies in advance. Trying to get to the bottom of this little betrothed to a demon thing you set me on has led me down a deep, dark rabbit hole to the point where I'm honestly not comfortable leaving it in writing, even in the hands of my husband on the estate where I live. There are some powerful and dangerous people involved, and because I am the way that I am, I can't leave well enough alone. The short version of the story is that I'm talking to a friend of mine who sits on the court at Baldur's Gate. She knows everything about everyone, and I think I might be able to track some leads down with her help. If you want, you can wait for me at the Tremaine Estate, or if you'd rather, you can come join me in Waterdeep. I'll be staying at the Silent Shield under my bachelor name, just in case, Escher Linz. I don't know yet how that squirrely little cleric of yours got roped into this, but this is deeper than you realize. Watch your back. There are some bad folks looking for you. 
With love, Escher. Does Sal die because it says with love, Escher? Uh, <laughs> he's married, shush. <laughs> Escher's married. He knows he can't go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Nyla looks at the letter and she goes, look, I don't know about you, but I don't think we should stay here. Outside you hear, Arr! <laughs> And that being the least of our worries. <laughs> Ember looks up and he's like, so I read the letter, uh, just because, you know, Escher, and Escher should have known better than to give me a letter and say not to read it. Anyways, <laughs> you should definitely go meet him in uh, in Waterdeep, just to make sure he's not in any trouble. And so he's... you get out of my house. <laughs> right. He's like, but, you know, preferably also so you leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> Mostly so that your weird monsters don't tear up my garden. Uh, so Sal says, all right, I mean... We never, we only, we didn't, never really been to Waterdeep. We only just passed through the one time. I hear it's really nice in the winter. Nyla's bouncing up and down. She's like, we're going to go to a city. We're going to a city. We're going to a city. There's going to be so much stuff to steal. <laughs> Qatar. How long um, after your daughter and her coterie depart uh, for Neverwinter, do you yourself head out to the Star Mounts? That's a good question. I would say probably at most two days, probably like the next day. Does Qatar do anything uh, special? Like he is, he's never met, th- like this is, this family is royalty uh, mm-hmm. and he has never uh, met them before. So does he do anything special? Uh, he sure does. He is wearing his like absolute best that of course Ariazi has embroidered. Oh, um, that's cute. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, right. That hit me right in the father-daughter feels for some reason. I don't know why. Right. His uh, outfit that I actually have, it's blue that she's Ooh. embroidered. And yeah, so he's got this, you know, he's really, he only breaks it out for special occasions. He's got this really nice, deep blue um, embroidered shirt on. He's got like his his dreads are like nicely pulled back into like a ponytail so that, that you know, it's just, he looks more refined. All right. Uh, So he has never met this family. He's never been to this place. Is there anything in particular he's expecting of what little he knows about this family? Probably he's just a little bit nervous because, you know, he's a hermit, so he doesn't really interact with people that much. Uh, Much less royalty. Well, kind of royalty. Yeah, kind of royalty. Exactly. Like important people. Um, Definitely important people. Yes. Yeah, definitely important people. So um, the Adarin yeah, family, was... uh, they are particularly notable because it is rumored that they have Aladrin blood in them. Um, mm. And I'm not going to make you roll for that because I'm telling you this lore right. and because I'm setting this up for a thing. Uh, Eladrin are the... Okay, so the Shadowfell have Shadarkai, elves that have been touched by the, 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 the bleakness and the despair of the Shadowfell. Their counterpart are elves who were uh, born and raised in the Feywild, the Eladrin, who are very, very changeable uh, in their nature. They, Depending on their mood, they can look completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, as an elf, he probably has a deep and abiding respect for Eladrin, um, probably not some small amount of admiration yeah as the journey from his tree house his tree fort let's be mm-hmm. let's call it what it is it's a tree fort yep. Yep. uh the journey from his tree fort uh to the star mounts uh, doesn't it doesn't only it takes like a day or two not long uh by elven standards certainly uh but the closer he gets the more he realizes that something seems to be wrong the trees get thinner uh the higher that he climbs and he knows that they shouldn't be 
And as he ascends higher and higher, his keen elven senses are able to pick up the fading scent of smoke. By the time you get to what you know should be the the, the Anaren respite, the, the grove that they protect, all you see is this wasteland of burnt trees. And now that you're looking more closely, corpses of elves. Oh boy. I would like okay. him to roll an investigation check. Could have been worse, could have been better. Yeah. Um, so with an 11, as I mean, I imagine, what you tell me, what is Katar feeling when he sees this? Um, yeah, he, first of all, he, like, smelling the smoke that already makes him panic. Um, it is forbidden to bring fire anywhere near the high forest, and that makes him, yeah, like, panic. And then once he sees all of the burnt trees and the corpses, like, he just, like, his stomach drops and he just, like, I, I would say he's probably, like, afraid, like, what happened here? And <laughs> judging, yeah. uh, with that 11 in investigation, uh, you think the corpses have been, based on the state of their decay, uh, you think the corpses have been here for probably at least three years. Which, for an elf, that's not very long. Like, you, he's sure that uh, the Anarin Glade could go for, you know, decades without a single visitor. Uh, just because, you know, elves live such a long time and because they're already pretty secretive and closed off. Uh, right. And they don't generally take visitors. So it's probably been about four years. Uh, most of the bodies have skeletonized. Where would Qatar, would, like, what would he do? Like, where would he try to go? Or what would he look at? I guess try to, he would look at the trees and the corpses to see, see if he could figure out what did this. So with an 11, I'm, you, can't, you can't glean too much detail with an 11, but you can tell. Uh, it's a very obvious sign, to, to elvish eyes anyway, that this fire has been deliberately set. You can see an ignition point uh, not far from the main entrance to the glade, uh, which is, as you know, one of the worst things that you can do um, right. in the high forest. That's a high crime. It uh, is. And especially and these corpses, like you can tell, like one of them is missing a head, like a fire can't pull someone's head off. Right. So not only was this sacred glade burned, but these the, the Anarins, it looks like, were murdered. Uh, as he moves a little bit further toward the, uh, the head of the unicorn run, the, the sacred spot that he knows would uh, be the main entrance uh, to the Feywild, uh, you have heard stories about this place, of, about it being um, preternaturally beautiful, you know, mm-hmm. with, uh, lo- with willow trees encircling this wide, deep blue lake. Uh, and surrounding the lake was a fairy ring, you know, like a, like a mythological a fairy ring, a ring mm-hmm. of mushrooms that um, made the, uh, the the ground particularly beautiful. The fairy ring is still there because fire can't destroy a fairy ring. F- fairy rings right. are way too powerful. Uh, but the trees, the willow trees that you heard legends of are completely gone. They're absolutely blackened and collapsed at the edge of this deep blue lake is a corpse wearing a very familiar um, gemmed circlet. Um, it's a wooden crown um, with uh, sapphire gems in- set into it. And I would like Qatar to roll history, please. <laughs> not great again. Uh, well, it's not that bad. Uh, and also because it's, it's, it's almost common knowledge. Because like I said, this family is basically royalty to nature worshippers. And you mm-hmm. recognize this crown. Um, 
you recognize her as Lisette Anarin. Lisette Anarin uh, was the matriarch of the Anarin family. Uh, and her crown is unmistakable. She was uh, a very, very powerful druid. She was the uh, the head of her circle. Uh, so okay. what, an archdruid, technically. An archdruid. And seeing her dead at your feet is probably, I'd imagine, probably pretty harrowing for Qatar. Yeah, for sure. Qatar, I imagine, kind of, would he think to perform last rites or anything like that? As a druid, I believe he can. Um, yes, definitely. Um he would be like, oh, don't worry, I will do what I can for you. Uh, so Qatar leans down and he starts performing the last rites. The last thing that you heard about Lisette Anarin, you heard about it in, it was the last time you went out to the village, which is, you know, probably like 10, 15, 20 years ago. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you don't get out much. Yeah. Uh, but the sure. last thing you heard about Lisette Anarin was that she had recently fallen pregnant. And that mm-hmm. she had a son about 25 years ago. And that that son had been chosen very early as a cleric of the goddess Eldath. Hey friends, it's your favorite DM, Tessa Crowley. Can't wait for the next episode? Good news. You can join our Discord server to download episodes and pre-release weeks before anyone else at bit.ly slash cfcdiscord. If you want more information on the show, character sheets, and social media links, head to our website, critfail.club or critfailclub.com. Full episodes are available on our YouTube channel, bit.ly slash cfcchannel, and wherever you get your podcasts. What is that sound? Yeah, what is that sound? <laughs> Sorry, there's something on my mic I had to get off. Okay. <laughs> that was a very distressing sound. <laughs> no! No! <laughs> this is the bad place! Oh, no, yeah, exactly. The bad place. That's the one who does literally all the terrible effects. I know. All right? the horrible, horrible foley. Uh, die mad anyway. about it. I'm sorry, I'm done. <laughs> okay.